welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. We're looking at the most dangerous aliens in pop culture. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereen. And I'm Clifton. So, Frank, you were kind of jazzed when this one got pitched, so uh, why don't you start it off for us? Very good. Uh, I'm going to go with the easy one first, just to get us rolling. Um, I'm going to go with the, the, what's it, the Xenomorph? Yeah. From Aliens. An alien. I think that thing is pretty dangerous, always. <laughs> Extremely dangerous. Unlike the uh, thing it's, it's often paired against, which we could probably talk about later, which is with the Predator. I mean, the Predator gets, gets, gets taken out by humans all the time, whereas the alien's <laughs> count, body count, is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it's paired, off, paired up against the Marines all the time. It is, but it seems like when it, if you're talking about alien on alien violence, um, it often gets paired with the Predator, and I'm always like, why? Because Predators <laughs> don't really do that well <laughs> against the same things that the aliens go up against, so... Right. You know, much. You know, aliens will just... The, the alien aliens, <laughs> the xenomorphs will just basically tear through you, no problem. And if you manage to take a shot at them, it's acid blood, mm. which that's not that fair. Insane. Yeah, that's <laughs> straight insane. Straight that's insane. not fair at all. Yeah. So even beyond the acid blood, they're always just like drippy and wet. I feel like I'm going to get like pink eye. Just all right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah they, they always seem to pretty well like adapted to like whatever environment they're in. That's the other thing. And then there's just the, like the way that they, they seem to reproduce, which is horrible. Yeah. yeah. You know. I I would like to see how they make their environment because like Zach was saying, they're always drippy, but they change the look. Like it's like they adapt the it's like they touch the thermostat for some reason. First things first. And then mm-hmm. they start putting this goo or this creepy substance, this mm-hmm. leathery thing on the walls. <laughs> what the hell? It's almost like like watching a wasp net or something right. being built. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, that was like that's the the one that the like when we when I first got this pitch, I was like, oh, that stuff. The, that particular group is pretty awful. I mean, you know, against Ripley, they don't do too well, but you know, in general, just against normal normal folk, um, <laughs> it doesn't like it, or Marines, like you said, they're they're not doing too well against the Xenomorph. Right? No, not at all. And it's crazy how they reproduce, right? Yes, they lay the eggs in your stomach. <laughs> I mean, that's, well, it's a two-step process. First, they lay eggs of the things that lay eggs in people. It's like, I I never got that. Like, they can lay (laughs) eggs, but they only laid eggs of things that were, like, parasitic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically, you know, again, it's it's always the thing of, it's really apparent in in one of the later movies where it's, it's, um, I think it's, I can't remember which one it is, but someone's almost like, you know, it's almost like they don't share data in that time for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or people yeah. think it's like some kind of frontier story. Like they don't really believe it's as bad as it is. Right. And then, the, and the yeah. next thing yeah. you know, you know, the next thing you know, someone's got a, a you know a face hugger. <laughs> you know, on their on their, their on face their, mm-hmm. on their face, and then you know it's it's basically like, well, what do we do? I'm like, shoot it out the airlock is what did you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that person's already dead. Yeah. They always try to cut it off, which is the big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That's what their first go-to is in every movie. Try to cut it off, but mm-hmm. never works out. No. Because mm-hmm. of the acid blood and the fact that it grips harder. You, it's like right. it's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> you take them off, his whole face is coming with me, you know? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all very insect-based. It's all been always been very insect-based. Like, they're basically mm-hmm. space cockroaches. They're like yeah. giant space cockroaches. Yeah. The face hugger is like the larval stage, more or less. It's like the transitionary stage from birth to adult. But what I'm confused is, we all understand what it does, but it seems geared towards people. Like mm. the face hugger is a weird thing if it tries to do that to a fish, you know? Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Or whale, or I mean, a dog might feel the same effects. But you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's purposely created to latch on the people yeah right it needs a it needs a prey that's roughly like six feet tall with, yeah, exactly right with uh, <laughs> yes. a, a, a facial diameter of of however big 
faces yeah. around. Yeah, because yeah. right. it doesn't it doesn't try to mate with the cat, right? In the first one, or is the second one? The second one, the cat. Second one's the cat. Second, second one's the, one's the cat. cat. The cat knows yeah. to be freaked out by it, and then it doesn't try to mate with the cat. Yeah, but, but you know, a, a moose or a giraffe is gonna just chew <laughs> the hell out of it, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the one of the movies yeah. did explain that, like. Like the ones we see are taking DNA from humans. That's why they're humanoid. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. the ones that come out of other things take on other things qualities. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I feel uh, like one of the films explained that. I think they had the same thought I did. <laughs> but still. Okay. Do they become aliens like the toy line? Mm. Hmm. That was the weird thing I remember when, like, because uh, I wasn't old enough to see the movies, but I remember that time when there was, like, you know, like, the huge alien toy line, and they had, like, Gorilla Alien, and, like, mm. they had all these, like, like animal-alien dash right. hybrids, right. Yeah. and, like, I didn't know. I thought those were from the movie. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't know mm-hmm. there was, like, all the armored Batman toys that came out and stuff, <laughs> or they just kept making a million yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. And so, but is it like that? Theoretically, yes. I don't think we see it in the film, but they do explain like that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm curious to see if because you know Marvel has the Brood, which is basically the Xenomorph, right? Right. Yeah. And there's you know there's an X Men storyline and other storylines in which you know various characters have been infected or you know um, mated <laughs> with the Brood. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious to see that now that they have the rights to do. The xenomorphs. Will we ever get the xenomorphs <laughs> in the Marvel universe proper? Right. It's all Disney now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You know. And at one point, when 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 um, they, you know, there was a crossover between Dark Horse when Dark Horse Comics had the aliens, a really good crossover between um, the Wildcats. And, oh no, is it, is it Wildcats or is it? Um, I think it's Wildcats and Stormfront. But no, I, I think, think it's just the Wildcats. Stormwatch. Or Stormwatch. I'm sorry, Stormwatch. Yeah, that was pretty good. That actually uses them, you know, and they they basically tear through a bunch of superheroes. Huh. So, <laughs> well, they got uh, uh, what I found funny. You mentioned what they, Disney owns it all, right? Yeah. Well, aren't they? You know, isn't aren't they helping direct? I mean, helping a certain director who's known to film aliens. I mean, just tap him on the shoulder instead of doing aliens, aliens to an Avatar, do a do a do a brew move. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the the aliens are on top of a big mound of unobtainium. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you were talking about like aliens in Marvel, are you talking comics or like MCU stuff? No, not in the, not in the, not in the movies. I mean, like the comics. I was just curious okay. to see if they're gonna if because again, like I said, when I was thinking about this, the Brood came to mind, and I'm like, but the Brood is pretty much a xenomorph. So if you're gonna go with it, might as well go with the, the original, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was talk of doing another another alien comic from Marvel. I don't remember if it actually came to fruition. I, if I remember correctly, I think it got canceled. Mm. Um, like after it was solicited, like like I think some preview pages and everything came out. And there was some buzz about it about it happening, and I don't know that it actually act, like came out yet. Mm-hmm. You know, right? No, I, I don't. Either. I don't know what the holdup was. Uh, uh, or you know, because mm-hmm. we were all like. You know, like you guys were saying, like, you know, like they own all of it now. Aren't we all systems go mm-hmm. for this? But it'd be cool because that Aliens is Superman crossover is uh, deceptively good. Yeah, it is quite good. <laughs> is it? I, I passed on it. It's just like it just felt like, oh, yeah, it feels <laughs> like such a cash grab, but it's it's actually very good. Okay, I, <laughs> I have to look at that. I, yeah. It, to me, it, the, the whole concept alone is seemed like, you know. A weird conversation that just took a life of its own, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like Alien Bloodlines was the first one they did at Marvel. In it started, it was a six issue mini. Um, March August, March through August of twenty twenty one. Okay, so so it did come yeah, out. It did come out. It did come again, out fine. Okay, I cool. thought it was an ongoing book, but I guess it's not. So, and then then now there's oh well, no, what's wrong? There's an Alien number one for twenty twenty two. Let me see when it came out. September seventh. So, recently. I um, I'm not the biggest Aliens fan. I like the first two movies, and that's kind of where I stopped. Mm. Um, oh. you know, and I, I did not hear very good things about uh, Prometheus and 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 stuff like that. But I remember being excited about the comic when Marvel, because I, I my thought process was that like I think the comic writers would actually be kind of better to it. 
Okay. I just kept thinking about how the movies over time just, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't open to more creators, like putting their voices into it. It kept going to like the same original creator that I don't know that really had much to contribute to it anymore from the sound of it. Mm, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I remember thinking like, yeah, this is kind of what I think the franchise needs, in my opinion, to get me, to get my dollar. I was like, like, you know, somebody else putting their voice onto it. But, um, you know, I'm excited for the Noah Hawley. Yeah. Oh, no, me too. I can't wait for that. Is it still happening? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Supposedly. Okay. Mm, okay. Because he's currently working. I thought he was working on Fargo. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. Um. He is working on Fargo. I don't know yeah. uh, how he's able to live in like a 50-hour day or something like that. To get <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, the only, the only thing that makes me not think it might be going, not going as forward as everyone hoped it was because how poorly Lucy in the Sky was, mm. it, it, that was his first venture into uh, doing cinema, mm. and it wasn't as readily received as everybody wanted to have it. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to go today? So you, you brought a predator. You want to do, you want to hit predator? Sure. Since, okay. <laughs> also kind of gross, <laughs> but less wet. Yes. But <laughs> that predators confuse me only because of how tribal yet futuristic its technology is. Mm -hmm. Like it seemed like it was, it seemed like it stole it as opposed to created it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like if, uh -huh. if, if they feel like, uh, I'm sorry for this crossover, but it felt very Klingon to me. Ah. It didn't make sense. Like, I get the brutality, but I don't get the futuristic tech. That's the thing that didn't make sense. I would like mm. to see a, an actual kind of like, you know, meanwhile back on our home planet <laughs> kind of movie that helps explain exactly how like their hierarchy works. Right. You um, just see one of them tinkering on their like laser gun. Right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a high school, like a scoreboard? You know, as you know, you you can bet on the predators that you think are going to do better than right. others. You know, because they collect trophies, right? Yeah, but I imagine that's how they obtain leadership. This is my thoughts, at least, with the whole predator thing. Okay, I'm thinking that it's all filmed in their home where they're watching it. That's like <laughs> their presidential candidate, ah, and the okay. guy who's the most badass is the one that's going to rule the planet. So right. he has to go all out and show that he can, you know, be the, you know. The most testosterone laden yeah. predator. I don't know. Yeah. See, see how well I kill. Vote for Girk Block. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's more higher stakes than it just being their American Idol. So. Yes. Uh, yes. Hmm. You know, either, either we win or don't come home, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it is. I always wondered if there's like inventors over there, or is like, or is yeah. that entire race? That entire alien like race, like just just what we see, Ooh. right? Or like you I were would, saying, with like with like the the technology and the weapons and stuff like that. I mean, like is that all like developed by 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 those same people that use it, or or somebody know, else making it? You know what I mean? Or is yeah. there or is there like like you know a a a different portion of of the gene pool that was like predisposed for for like some something else? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to see the behind the scenes, or the, you know, you know, this is how our society actually functions. <laughs> mm -hmm. The day in the life of a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. know, it's kind of it's kind of the question of like, well, I don't really know what the. <laughs> I mean, is everyone is everyone in their in their in their species a predator? Mm. I have like, another one. Okay. Are they all male, or is yeah. it mixed species? That was is my question too. Yeah. Are they asexual? I mean, what's going on with that? Yeah. Mm. Are they all clones from the same person? Are they all stages yeah. of the same person? I don't know. I, I, I wonder about this stuff, too, because, again, I was kind of like, well, you know, do they have, you know, and then I got, do they have a taxation system? Is, do they have central <laughs> government? Do they have, yeah. you know, you know, just, you know, I, I imagine like Homer Simpson, one of them pulls out a pair of reading glasses when they have to do like their speech before the council or whatever yeah. it yeah. is. Well, apparently they have a sense of humor, but yeah. So. I just don't like I said that. They, I, I again, you know, I, I was joking earlier, but they don't seem to do well. I mean, they do for a while against humans, but again, right. you know, we've seen humans beat them quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We only see it when they get beat. We don't see it when they win. I want to see one when they just annihilate. Win. Yes. Yeah. 
and their big weakness seems to be state governors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems the way. It seems yeah. the way. Yeah. Yep. Or guys that are too old for this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but for but for alien species, we know a lot, or we've seen a lot of times, we know very little. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, when, when the trailers for Prey came out, I remember thinking, it was the first time I, I was, like, it really hit me where I'm like, wow, like, you're, you're kind of punching down here. Like, your technology is so much better mm-hmm. than, that. like, I mean, she's just got, like, a spear and a bow and arrow. You know what I mean? And an axe with, an axe with a rope tied to it. Right. <laughs> Basically. But it's, but to me, it's just guerrilla warfare at that point. You but know? they have, like, laser sighting. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, infrared yeah, and stuff. But yet, yeah, however, he, yeah, yeah, you know, again, guerrilla warfare, man. Yes, you come into the, you come to the wrong neighborhood, you get wiped out. Yeah. Well, you know, use the terrain against them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and a big I mean, point of that movie is that like she's not the target in that yeah. movie until yeah. until she is because, I mean. I don't want to do too much spoilers, but yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. If he doesn't see you as a threat, you're not a threat until you are a threat. And then right. you're the target. Right. Isn't that similar with Danny Glover? What, Predator 2? Been so long since that one. Because he wasn't chasing, yeah, he wasn't chasing them in the beginning. <laughs> mm. I mean, I, I find it weird that, you know, you choose Danny Glover as a target, just saying. Like, you know, I, I can't come into a police department and, oh, Danny Glover's a threat. You got to take him out first. You know, that's <laughs> that's just that's not my MO. But yeah, when the, when the first Predator is defeated by a mud bath, it's kind of hard to, because <laughs> isn't that what he does to, to hide himself? Yeah. God, yeah. it's awesome, though. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know it is. But, you know, when all the backlash happened for Prey, I'm like, did you guys not remember how the first one ends? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's pretty, again, as, as, as badass as these things are supposed to be, they can easily be outwitted. You guys are selling me on wanting to see more Predator, though. I mean, this is the most I've ever thought about it, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there's still, like, a lot to unpack. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much stuff we just don't know about, you know, about Predators in general. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Let's move on. What else you guys got? Uh, I had Edgar the Bug from Men in Black. <laughs> you know? I mean, just the thought of a cockroach that big. Yes. And it can hollow out a person's insides to yes. hide in plain view is horrific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, 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 and it, and it was just one that did that much damage. Just one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, cringe, it man. Puts the whole, uh, it puts the whole agency on alert. Like one bug. Oh, yes. One bug. Yes. One bug. Yep. And when he's doing like the little like uh uh like the test for it, I forget. You know, he's got like the little device and and he's like picking up the the liquid like out of the soil and stuff like that. And he's like, please don't be green. Please don't be green. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's like the most uh unemotional agent there is. And he's like, you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. He's, and he's praying that it wasn't he's what it was. He's praying it's yeah. not a bug. Yeah. yeah. A, a bug. A yeah. bug. He almost won. Mm-hmm. It, the only thing that stopped him was just what? He was mad that he killed other bugs? Because <laughs> all he had to do was just leave at that point. Solid plan. Yeah, he's fun. It's a fun performance, too. I really like that one. Yeah, yeah. And what I don't even know we knew his name. I'm just naming him after the person he killed, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bug in a brand new Edgar suit. It was a good Vincent D'Onofrio performance. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's pretty great in that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the Men in Black series that kind of hit quite as hard as those, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the movie's laced with so many aliens, but it's a hard pass to, you know, I mean, the dog didn't move me. Yeah, I didn't think he was a threat. Right. <laughs> so, but other than that, yeah, he's pretty scary. And like all the all the cameos, too, like Bismarcky and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's up with them. They're just working like in the, in the post office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But yeah. 
The Bug from Men in Black. Okay. It's <laughs> a good choice. Clifton, what's one you got? I'm going to go with the Kaiju from Pacific Rim. Oh. I was thinking about mm. that too. Yeah. Okay. Because they destroy the entire planet. <laughs> yes. At least yeah, when we did. picked it up. Like when we come into that story. I mean, the world is definitely scared of them and mm-hmm. a different place. And everyone's trying to live behind walls that don't really work that well because <laughs> they've destroyed everything and all of civilization has collapsed. So they got to be pretty dangerous to get to that point uh, before we start. And I am a big Pacific Rim fan. Yeah, it's a good one. But yeah, that one. I like I like that the the threat level in the movie that we get where they're always like counting down to it. <laughs> yeah. Reset the clock because they know it's going to happen again. Just doesn't stop. And they're gigantic. Yeah. There are two things that kind of make them uh, terrifying to me beyond uh, the visual and stuff like that. There's like like little things that the movie tells me. One, it's the fact that they seem to not be able to build the walls fast enough. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's that's the first thing. And the second thing to me is just like like. Uh, Especially like in the, like in the second act of the movie, like how long those things take to defeat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, there's one of them that takes out like two of the two of the uh, the Jaegers, mm-hmm. two or three yeah. of the Jaegers, and I'm just like, man, I like I remember watching the first time. I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna make it out of this. Like, no, not <laughs> like, at all. like that's the rinky dink one, and that's <laughs> the only one you have left. Right. Right. Like all of those cutting edge ones are like that. Like that one's destroyed and that one's destroyed. <laughs> yep. Charlie Day's all freaked out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then a successful battle against him still takes out half a city. Yep. <laughs> and that's your good days. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> right. That's the good days. Yeah. 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 Those movies are fun. Well, the first one, I never actually stuck around with the second one. Believe it or not. Um, Second one takes a turn. It's a, it, it goes in a very <laughs> different direction. Unfortunately, uh, I don't, I don't hate it, but it's, it's not as good. And as I understand it, it's not Guillermo del Toro's vision for what the second one would have been. Uh, right. Uh, went off in a different direction. There's also an animated series on Netflix that goes in a whole nother direction yet. <laughs> hmm. Oh, <laughs> that, wow. Uh, that is interesting in its in its own right. Um, it just kind of explores a little more of what kaiju are and introduces some additional threats. And it's been an interesting show. Very anime influenced, very Attack on Titan influenced, I think. Mm. But yeah, it mm. goes in a whole third direction with the with this idea. So it's funny that the, every every new outing takes a whole new turn. Right. Mm. It's interesting though. I mean, I like it, it, it's a it's a franchise I want desperately so much more out of, you know what I mean? And yet yeah, like you're saying, like like it's so hard to find cohesion with it because it just like it, it gets it, it like just kind of like hot potato, like it just gets passed to somebody <laughs> and then they're right. like and they just kind of like weirdly have the freedom to do sort of whatever they want. Yeah. You know. So, um I went with one that is um, not very gross and really even visually not all that interesting, uh, at least compared to the ones that you brought up. But uh, I went with General Zod. Okay. Ah, I have them right? on my list. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's okay. on my list. But yeah, I, I, I have them on my list. And when I say them, I mean Kryptonians. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Same here. It's just, uh, just as in so far the idea that, like, uh, man. Everything that Superman could do, but housed in a jerk. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, right. That's that's the thing is like so many of the stories of like we found another Kryptonian and they're terrible. Or right, right. yeah, you know, I think I think Busiek when they were around the time of uh, one year later, there was talk of like another Kryptonian, and it was kind of like a thing where the person, if I remember correctly, it was an older woman who basically was in hiding because of Krypton, mm. like something to do with like along the lines of it was Krypton wasn't the only planet in the solar system that, that died because of Krypton kind of thing. So Kryptonians were kind of hated. I think oh. if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a while okay. since I read that stuff. Cause their planet exploding took out other people. But it's the same thing where Superman's kind of like, why didn't you help out people with your powers? And she's like, 
because I didn't want people to draw attention to the fact that I was still alive. So, <laughs> and you do really get to see that the difference of, well, no, you know, the Mon Pa Kent um, influence on Clark is what helped make him who he is. Right. Which we've talked about before plenty of times. But just the idea that, no, if someone had Kryptonian powers and they were the least bit amoral, they would be terrifying. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. and we get, and we get that in in that terrible Man of Steel movie. The idea that you know that the that, that Kryptonians that have anything to do with Zod generally are awful. Oh yeah, and willing to do to do whatever. Yeah, you know. Oh that yeah. Well, one of them be a zealot is what Zod is. He needs right. to lift his finger. He just tells the other superpowered Jokers to do what he needs to do. Right. Which really is far worse. You know, you have thirty or forty of them, and then you know. But again, like we t- we've talked before about. Um, you know, just the idea that that, and I guess not so much on the on the on the the podcast, but Tom and I have talked about um, you know an archetypal version is the Viltrumites. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that was on my list too. You know, from which Invincible, is far worse. Then they're far worse than the Kryptonians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because yes. but then but but see, I I think inherently DC has a problem with Kryptonians other than Superman anyway, because anytime they try to do like, hey, look, so you know, other than like Argo City or the Bottle City of Candor. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, look, some Kryptonians survived, and they're okay for like the storyline, and then immediately they have to be killed off. <laughs> right? Yeah, they can't exist. They can't coexist with Superman. Yeah. Even no. though everything that makes Superman Superman has nothing to do with him being a Kryptonian, other than his powers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still, it's. I think it's just branding. They want to be the last son of. Uh, yeah. Krypton, well, that ultimately. was that was an edict from like back in '86 after Crisis, and I know that yeah. like, during Man of Steel and all that stuff, that was like Burns' whole thing. That's why you couldn't have Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes mm-hmm. because you know there's only supposed to be one survivor. Once. Mm-hmm. Sure. He was never Superboy as a result. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Well, let's get to Invincible in a second, but like the, you brought up Man of Steel, and that that to me is so weird in the sense because I I think that that's the version that like we see them do the most damage. I mean, that movie's like disaster porn right everywhere. Sure. And yet for some reason, it's the least effective to me. Like there's mm-hmm. just something so, so powerful in the simplicity of like Superman two, where it's mm-hmm. like, there's three of them. Right. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't need, yeah, yeah, like, you don't, you don't yeah. need, you don't need 40 zealots. I agree. No, yeah. I totally yeah, but, agree. But to me, what made that, they didn't really step upon it, but the thing I liked about it was it wasn't that they could fly and throw buildings. It was the fact that they could terraform a planet with just their technology. Like, mm. say what you will about, you know, that the, I mean, we've seen people getting thrown through buildings because of Superman, too. I, you know, yeah. destructive, yes, but if you destroy Earth city by city, it'll take three people a very long time to destroy the Earth. Mm. But to have a, a machine that's literally, uh, pumping the world to its destruction and you can't stop it. That's a whole nother thing to worry about, you know? But does it, I mean, that whole plot, I mean, I, I don't remember Man of Steel very much, but do they, I can't remember, do they mention that why they didn't use that to save Krypton? I don't even know why Krypton was um, destroyed, to be but quite I'm honest. Saying, I'm just saying if you have the ability to terraform another planet and you hear your planet's going to go, <laughs> does, <laughs> doesn't that inherently mean you would do all you could to try and save your planet? Right. No, I mean, to me, it just means that let's go find another spot. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you could do that, why would you need to terraform, like, you know, Earth? Because it makes you strong. Uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but to me, uh, I don't think you could do it with any world. It's almost like Star Trek. It has to be like a Class M situation going on. Okay, but Class M situation is is you can breathe and there's air and water. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, but that's right. what I'm saying. You'd have to change. You have to find a world that you can make into it. Does that make okay. sense? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you can't go to like to Mercury because it's too damn hot or something, you know. Whatever the ter- case may be. That's not terraforming. That's a terrible thing. Like, ugh, this whole po- okay. I don't want to talk more don't, about this movie. Yeah, but don't don't make me try to explain the <laughs> science. I was I'm say, just assuming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, I'm, what I'm just trying to get a, the point across is that to me, it's like the one where you see like most overtly his abilities to to like to to uh, uh, cause destruction mm-hmm. is the least effective to me because it's like 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 I said, it's, it's Superman two. Mm-hmm. I think the simplicity and the subtlety of, of of like like just the quietness of them like is kind of kind of scary. Right. And the other thing too, yeah. um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, like I I thought the Zod stuff in Young Justice was super effective. Mm. 
You know what I mean? I mean, like, what they, do you mean? they really with, you know, it's not three of them. It's more than three of them. He's got a little bit of a crew, but there really is moments in there where I'm just like, like, you can't beat them. How are you going to beat these guys? Mm. Well, to me, it's the it's it's I, the reason why I, I agree with you on that version of Zod is you see the military stratagem of mm-hmm. soldiers following their general who's helped keep them alive in a messed up situation. Yeah. So in, inherently, you see the devotion that they display towards him. I think it's better. I think that's the best way it's explained other than all hell Zod or kneel before Zod because great phrase, but it doesn't really tell you as to why they believe that phrase, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it kind of scary too, especially when oh, it corrupts definitely. somebody that we're close to. Yeah. David Koresh as um, Zod. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Anyway, though. So, uh, okay. So, uh, Judge's Ruler, you help me out with the name from, from uh, Invincible. The Viltrumites. Viltrumites. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Which is what Invincible himself is, right? He yes. His father. Yes. Or half Voltrumite. Yeah, he's half. half Haley. Yeah. And Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you want to say it or should I? Well, I mean, it's just basically the idea that, that it, you know, the Viltrumites go out, they're, they're conquerors, first and yes, foremost. They are. So, but their whole plan is a little more insidious because they'll they'll go and mate <laughs> with yeah. with the race. Yeah, you know they'll they'll, they'll yeah. mate up with the you know and have kids and then you know try to wrangle those kids into the the conquest of of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, that what that's what makes um you know uh, Omni Man and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen the show or the read the comic. Um, you know that's the thing is is that it, that's all part of the plan. Um. So therefore, the the Viltrumites are a little more insidious than than the Kryptonians because the Kryptonians obviously didn't you know didn't survive. But again, um, yeah, I mean, you just see like the 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 naked brutality and cruelty of the Viltrumites throughout the series. Yeah, um, I I don't want to highlight too much because I don't want to ruin the show for anyone, much less the comic. The comic's great; it's probably the best thing Kirkman's ever written. Robert Kirkman. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. But to me, I just see them as. What if the Kryptonians knew they could be strong? Mm-hmm. What would they do with that power? That's right. how I see the Vultramats, and that's the best way I'll explain it. Right. Let your mind wander. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. They're great. I mean, they're great, you know. But again, yeah, it would just be horrific because, again, what would you do? I mean, it takes, you know, it takes a rallying of the troops, and even then, you know, a lot of them don't, like, uh, you know, I'm not saying who, but characters that, that you enjoy throughout the series don't necessarily make the stand against the Viltramites or one Viltramite for that matter. Yeah. Hmm. You know, yeah. it doesn't go well for, you know, some of them when they go one-on-one, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great book, you know, it'd be interesting to do how much they do for the, the next, the next, you know, uh, season of the series. But yeah, Viltramites are great. The only thing I wanted to mention was um, along the lines of the same thing of being in like an archetype or the Daxamites. Oh, okay. okay. I can see that from DC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially during the Great Darkness Saga. Um, has everyone everyone read the Great Darkness Saga? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where where again, if you're unfamiliar with the Daxamites, they're um they're they have the same powers of Kryptonians. Um in some versions they're they're like uh descendants of Kryptonians or Kryptonians explorers. But they have all the same powers, they're just vulnerable to lead as opposed to kryptonite. Okay. Um I think I've told the story of, you know, they do a million like I'm I'm a survivor of Krypton or I'm I'm your long lost brother or your long lost uncle, Superboy stories <laughs> in the sixties right. and fifties. And all of them are pretty much nope, the person's terrible, they're from the Phantom Zone or something. And then they right. do the one with Monel. Yeah. You know, and Superboy tries to prove that he's not, you know, his brother <laughs> and throws green painted lead balls at him. And then he gets sick and realizes, oh really, I'm actually you know, an explorer named Monel. From the planet Daxum, blah, 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 blah. We have the same powers. And then he has to put him in the Phantom Zone until yeah. he shows up as a Legion. It's but, supposed to be a gotcha. <coughs> right. So right. he paint he paints lead green to make him think it's kryptonite. And then he's right. like, if he reacts to it, like, I know he's full of it. Right. Right. And then it turns out like, no, no, no. You're just, you're, you're an alien that actually reacts to lead where it's actually <laughs> right. like uh, poisonous and harmful for you. Yeah. Yes. And oops. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Now you have to go wait in the Phantom Zone until I, until yeah. we can cure you. Now you have to yes. be in the Phantom Zone. Yep. Enjoy a thousand years in the, in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Hope it doesn't drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's a good story, but, though. Man, I love it. Yeah, but in, in Great Darkness, there's a bit where where Darkseid, um, spoiler, uh, weaponizes the Daxamites, right? And it's basically, again, think of like a planet of Kryptonians under the sway of Darkseid, right? Mm. Um, and what damage they could do. Uh, along that, along those lines, at one point, uh, there's a there's a attack on on the prison planet Takron Galtos, which is where they send all of like the supervillains in the future. And Chameleon Boy is there, and there's only one Daxamite there that's that's destroying the prison. And it's again that that idea of all it would take, like you were saying, um, Zach, it would only really take one. Mm. You know, you wouldn't need to have forty zealots doing it because this in this instance, it's a kid. It's like a ten-year-old kid that's just destroying this prison and letting all these villains out. Yeah, you know, and they're 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 having trouble handling one of them. And there's a yeah. whole planet that's been it's been um, weaponized at this point in the story. So that that makes me think of my choice. Okay, mm. Saiyans. Mm. Uh, has everyone seen Dragon Ball Z? I'm gonna turn off my microphone now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in protest no yes. no no just I, I don't have anything to add other than i know they're a thing so okay no well basically the beginning of dragon ball z is goku but mm-hmm. goku was a saint and they did the con they're a conquering race just like the vulture mites in which they would send emissaries to different planets to conquer but on the base of what you're saying they did the same thing they would send sometimes infants because under the light of the moon or the planet's moon, it would turn into this 200-foot-tall gorilla that would just decimate whoever's there uncontrollably, just wreak havoc on the planet itself, virtually making whoever's on there um, incapable of stopping. But it had a weirdly huge weakness. It just cut off his tail and becomes normal. <laughs> but, you know, why would you think to do that? You would think to get the hell out of the way of this crazy uh unstoppable superman like gorilla that's destroying everything but it's the same premise of the conquering of basically it was a baby that was just tearing up stuff coming over there um that's that's my main pull from what you said the daxamites were the saiyans super powerful race of people that all you have to do is just go to the gym and you'll be stronger no upward limit which is insane (laughs) in a thousand times earth's gravity Yes, right. which I saw those not, episodes. I yeah, it's, it's it's insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, geez. I mean, in one kit instance, they fought on a planet and you know destroyed the planet against a, a foe of of likewise strength, which is wildly insane. But yeah, the Saiyans. But that wasn't my choice. That just made me think of <laughs> that. My real choice was the aliens from Edge of Tomorrow have. Have any guys seen the Tom Cruise movie Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. No. I have not. Haven't. Actually. <sighs> we're not surprised that Frank hasn't seen it, but we're no. surprised. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm surprised you haven't. <laughs> See, now if I explain these aliens, it's a dead up spoiler. But it's just it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Zach, Frank, do you, are you both interested in watching the movie? No. Okay, I knew that. I'm I'm interested, but go okay. ahead. I'm interested because it is actually I'm surprised how how uh um like heavily reviewed, like positively reviewed this movie is. Oh, it's a great I love this movie. You know? Of course. Uh Clifty, you know why I love this movie. Right. It's a groundhog day. It's a groundhog Tommy day. Tommy loves movie. a groundhog day. Yeah. I love a groundhog day movie. And that's basically what the aliens do. If they can't stop you, they reset the clock, and whatever you did to stop them, they'll take it out. Right. Okay. So they appear to be master strategists. Yes, but they're first. like, but they're squiddies, <laughs> like in um the Matrix. Like each one of them, they're like a multi tentacle thing that just runs across the field and can kill like ten soldiers with every swing. So they're in, in, in form, they're crazy. But Clifton, go ahead with the match of strategies. What were you saying? Oh, no, th- that's just how they appear. Because like from the first time, you, they don't know how they're. The humans fighting them don't know how they're able to stop them at every turn. Yes. Okay. And then we find out that. Spoiler alert, <laughs> that they weren't at all. So they, they, they call up a redo. Yes, okay. every time. So if they lose a battle. They just reset the clock and do the day over again. 
And whatever stopped them before, they'll get in front of you. Got it. So they're the kid that you're playing video games with and you're beating and then he got mad and he pushed the reset button. Right. Except you didn't know they pushed the reset button. Yes. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be frustrating. So oh, that's a, it, that's a, a, yeah. that is a big reveal in the film. So spoiler mm. alert uh, yes, along the way. Spoiler alert. But yeah. yeah, then you also don't know. Uh, like we know, we know our hero Tom Cruise is is repeating days, and we don't know why that's happening yeah. to him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And what happens to him is by strictly mistake. So they've done this to numerous worlds. Um, they're conquerors again, conquering race, and when they come to Earth, they do the same thing they've always done. Except there's someone makes the mistake of granting uh, a person with their powers. And this time it's Tom Cruise. Hmm. Except he doesn't, he's not aware of it. He just knows that he keeps dying horrifically and coming back. <laughs> and that's the course of the movie. Yeah. So the original Japanese translated title is much better than Edge of Tomorrow. The original manga translated to uh, All You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is Kill? All You Need Is Kill is what the uh, original title translated to of the manga. That's a much better title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the Edge of Tomorrow? What are you talking about? <laughs> All you need is kill. But yeah, the Aliens from Edge of Tomorrow. I love that movie. I remember it was called that on IMDb when it was in pre-production. Mm. When, All you like, need he was kill. attached to it. Yeah, yeah, it was It was called All You Need is Kill. And I was like, that's an interesting title. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it it sounds like Wow, it sounds like they they had a couple of chances to go with a better title in, than the one that they settled on. Yeah, three times, I think, they changed yeah, the title. Then, then after, like when it got the releases, they kind of toyed with changing its title after mm-hmm. digital and video release to, what was it, Live, Die, Repeat? Live, Die, Repeat, yeah. Which is at least yeah. a little better still than Edge of Tomorrow, but then they only like half-heartedly committed to that as... Mm-hmm. a subtitle sometimes it was yeah. weird yeah yeah didn't they make it a tagline at one point yeah. or something yeah yeah this is a good movie though highly recommend great movie <laughs> even if you don't like tom cruise frank mm. okay sure <laughs> <laughs> i'll look for it never awesome <laughs> no i'll probably watch it at some point I always felt it was a good movie for people didn't like Tom Cruise. He dies a whole lot of times in that movie. You watch it over and over for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for him to die. I just don't enjoy his performances. Oh, so. uh, well, no, part of his performance is dying a lot. Ah, okay. Very good. Indeed. Which brings me to ask you a question, Frank. Mm. Who are the, is it the Reapers or the Reavers in Mass Effect? Oh, the Reavers? Um, yes. They're, they're basically in, in, uh, an ancient race that basically comes to Earth to um, to start the cycle over, basically. What do you mean start the cycle over? Like, kind of like decimate everything and then break it all down and then start it back over again. Reset the race? So reset everything, basically. Are we talking about the universe or just the race? Um, no, the universe, basically. Damn, okay. Yeah, it's not even like a, hey, we're going to judge you side of thing. It's kind of like, nope, this is just what we do, you know, like Ragnarok or something like that. It just happens. And then therefore um, they get, a, you know, the character in Mass Effect finds out early on this is going to happen by getting in contact with a relic or two. And then, you know, and then they they, they try to, and I say they because um, depending on whether you play male or female, you can be either one. Um, they try to tell everyone in charge, hey, listen, they're out there. You know, we've only encountered a small fraction of what they are. Let's try to get ready to defend ourselves. And they kind of get, you know, laughed at and drummed out of things. And then sure enough, they show up. So, okay. Yeah. The Reavers are pretty bad. I mean, they're, they're, it's getting, it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's not even, you know, their attempts made to try and reason with them, but they're machine like. So that doesn't really work all that well. Okay. So, yeah. The Reavers, I, I would put the Reavers on a list. That's a good, that's a good choice. That okay. I didn't think of, even though I've played those games, I don't know, countless times. Yes, you love those games. I'm surprised <laughs> I do love those games. Yeah, I'm surprised they make your list, man. Yeah, I know. Nope, I was thinking about other stuff. Didn't think about them. But yeah, the Reavers are a good choice. Highly recommend those games. So I thought you were going for Reavers in uh, Firefly. Yeah. Ooh, but they're not aliens. That's the sadder part. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's right. But we don't know what they are for the longest time, right? It's not to the movie we find out what they are, is it? Right. Am I remembering yeah. that wrong? No, you're yeah, right. No, you're 100% you're correct. Right. Okay. Right. 
Nope, you're absolutely right. Um, thinking about my list, I also had. Um, I kind of I thought about scrolls at first. I mean, scrolls would mm-hmm. be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, not knowing who's what, and again, you know, some till the till the till Venice's secret invasion, it was kind of like the amount of super scrolls, quote unquote, were kind of limited, and then all of a sudden there seemed to be like a million super scrolls of various kinds. <laughs> yes. Um. So much so that you know the 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 main super scroll clerk <laughs> loses some of his uniqueness. Um. For only being the one only one for the longest time, but then I thought more about the diaraths from from Rom Space Knight. I forgot about those things. Which are kind of like an offshoot of the scrolls, except they're like the scrolls that studied sorcery. Um, and then their whole thing was they couldn't just shape change into you. They sort of like bored into your skull and then took over your body by being you, <laughs> which is a lot more insidious than just like, right. I'm going to take your shape. Right. Um, so, yeah, the diarists were always... Um, uh, pretty sure it's it's uh, Sal Buscema was on that book for the longest time with Bill Mantlo. And, you know, that stuff, was, a lot of times it was just, you know, they, they always look creepy and sinister. And then it was also the fact that of, you know, when someone was taken over in the book, it had a very, um, again, invasion of the body snatchers type feel to it. Mm-hmm. So I would say more so than, I was thinking Marvel, I was thinking more so than the scrolls. I would say definitely the Diarrhaths. Those things are, okay. oof. I was going to ask you guys about Marvel. Who's the scariest in Marvel? Okay. Does anybody have a different choice? Uh, in Marvel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say Galactus. Yeah. Okay. He just picks. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's scared of Galactus coming to your world. Yeah. He's not yeah. His 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 um invasions aren't casual. No. He, yeah. In fact, he takes a- other alien races and uses them to pick where he's going to next, you know? Yeah. Don't care what you're doing, what life you lived, you now you're just finding food for me. Yeah. But he does have yeah. a track record of losing too. Yeah, but even then, him losing is someone else's loss too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get this one, but you can get that one. Yeah. Right. You well, just put another. Yeah. You just put another planet on the menu. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you, what happens. Yeah. Away from yours. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, that's the kind of that's what happens with. Um, well, it's a combination of the idea that um, when Reed Richards is put on trial by the Shi'ar mm-hmm. for the time that they end up saving Galactus um, during John Burns' run. Yeah, um, the fact that they didn't let Galactus just expire, and then on top of that, the fact that I think this like right after that. Speaking of which, the Scroll Homeworld is one of the next things on the menu. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he goes to. Yeah, because yeah, as a result of his allowing Galactus to survive. Right. Yeah, he get uh, Scroll Homeworld gets put on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, no, Galactus is a good choice. I like. I think the Galactus is a good one. Yeah. The ultimate Conqueror. Mm-hmm. And there was another one from um, Marvel that was on my list. Okay. And it was new because I haven't been reading recently, but I looked this up. The Clintar. Okay. Is that how you pronounce it, Frank? You know? I, I'm, which one are you talking about? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, the Venom Symbiotes. Oh, oh, I think so. Yeah. I think that's yeah. how it's pronounced. To me, it was weird that they actually had a name. I was just like, the Venom Symbiotes is all I called them. Right. But apparently symbiotes. they have a whole planet. Yeah, Symbiotes. And. The way I look at it is um, we're still reeling from the one that Peter brought to the planet. Right. Just the one. Yeah. Yeah. Just the one causes enough trouble. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Venom or Carnage and Carnage Babies or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it took so long for a writer to be like, hey, what's the world like? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 We know they come from outer space, but why did we never think about where, where, what was it like where they came from? Yeah. 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 What is that world like? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a duh moment. Like, really, when you think about it, I mean, to the the fact that it's been, what, last five years? Mm. Yes. Somebody's done it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a character. And when's the first appearance of that stuff? The 70s? No, 80s. Early 80s. 80s. Is it 80s? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, for a character that's as popular as, as Venom is, it's amazing that it took that long for someone to come along and be like, yep, let's check, let's explore more. <laughs> well, to me, it tracks because, what, didn't it take 10 years to even make Venom? Like, the transition from Black Suit Spidey to Venom is a while, too. Yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah. And I agree with you, uh, Zach. That the, the whole acknowledgement of that thing being from a planet and the planet actually existing and having other uh, 
life forms. Doesn't seem that much of a stretch. Yeah. But that was my other crazy Marvel influence. <laughs> but something I came across too that is pretty consistent, or at least the regular Martians. Yeah. Whether they're from John Carter, Young Justice, or Mars Attacks, they pretty much suck, don't they? Uh, yeah, generally Martians are not our friends. No, they're not. <laughs> they're always attacking, man. Yes. They've always got an agenda. They mm. always have an agenda. Yeah. Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, that dude just wants to blow up the planet. Yeah. They're just bad neighbors. They're just our Ex- bad neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. Yes. They just want to get us before we get there. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Martians every time. Martians are terrible. War of the Worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, see. Tripods. It's all there. <laughs> see. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Just sneeze on them. You good? Sneeze right. on them or light a fire. <laughs> yeah. Matches. Matches and matches. Coffin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then they're done. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which Martians were actually the bad ones at the end of the day in DC because, like, I feel like that it got complicated so much. I thought they killed all the good ones. That's that's my view of it. Like if yeah. if you were like soft, you were mm-hmm. done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, if we weren't warlike, uh, get them off the table. Yes. Yeah. Talking about the difference between green Martians and white Martians right. yeah. in DC mm-hmm. comics. Yeah. Like I remember it being sort of sort of like the the white ones are typically always like the bad ones, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. then I remember that there was I, I thought there was some kind of origin story or some some kind of explanation that kind of like flipped it a little bit. Oh, like the green ones were the superior ones and the white yeah. ones were tired of taking their mess. Yeah, I think that's right. It might be like, wait, I think, I mean, Ostrander had a pretty long run where he explored a lot of stuff on Mars. John Ostrander from mm-hmm. uh, Firestorm and Suicide Squad fame. Um, I That sounds right. I want to say yes. You kind of get that with the latest season of Young Justice as to why they hate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a, like a cast system in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one I had on my list, um, Beyond Martians, was Q. <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Trek Next Generation? <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. I mean, the, I mean, there's been some argument that, you know, or, or some ideas. I know there's a, a Peter David Star Trek novel that ties the idea of that Trelane, if you're familiar with the original Star Trek stuff, Trelane was actually a Q because mm-hmm. their powers are so similar. It's just that, again, because it ends, I mean, I'm, I'm spoiling an episode of Star Trek from a million years ago. but. It ends with him being kind of, um, you find out Trelane has is, is got all these, you know, reality bending powers. And it turns out that at the end, he's really, as he looks like an adult, but he really, in their, in their continuum, he's a child, right? You know, he gets reprimanded at the end and told, like, it's wrong of you to play with these other life forms. You shouldn't mm. be treating them this way. <laughs> um, and then when Q shows up in Next Generation, it's that idea that, well, no, he's, you know, he's a, he's a little more evolved, you know. But he still has the same, you know, the same proclivities of the earlier Trelane and, you know, is still messing with humans, is still putting them on trial and seeing if they're, you know. But I, I think, the, again, the idea of, of, a, of something that could just um, manipulate reality at a whim, again, I don't know how you would sleep well. Right. right. Yeah. You know, with that, especially the fact that, you know, especially if, if he takes a liking to messing with you, it's almost like, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like. I know he's not an alien, but it's almost like um, mixes Pitlick with Superman. No, it's yeah, it's yeah, very much similar. You know the idea that you know I've got all these massive powers, and and you're supposed to be a big deal, but you still manage to outwit me, and then therefore I am taken with you. So therefore, I'm going to keep coming back as soon as often as I can. They both kind of hit me though as more annoying. Yeah. Than than terrifying. Not to challenge what you're saying. I'm just saying that that Mixie especially. Right, yeah, because he's like he's not really uh, uh, um, malevolent or anything. He just, right. he, you know, he's just like a prankster almost and everything. Right. I think, but Q, who's like one of my favorite characters ever, right? But it's almost like I feel like in a weird way, like his fascination with Picard is almost like what keeps Picard safe, right? Like he's never going to break his toy. Yeah, but what he's the only one that's safe, right? Yeah. Because on some occasions when he messes with Picard, members of his crew die. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, all due respect, I wouldn't be on Picard's ship for nothing if <laughs> Q likes to do whatever he does. Right. You know, right. Some alien might come around and, you know, slice a bit out of the ship just to see what's going on and whatever. But, yeah. yeah. 
And I would say one, I would say Mixie is an alien. I would count him because he's from another dimension. He's a dimensional yeah. alien. So okay. I count those as aliens because the kaiju okay. in Pacific Rim are from another. <laughs> they come through a portal yeah. somewhere. Uh, okay. uh, so they're they're a dimensional alien. But uh, going with Q, yeah, no, I mean, he is like a huge threat in because there's the one episode when when Picard gets cocky. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, yeah, like, you know, we've we've dealt with you before. We've dealt with what you've thrown at us before. Like we're right. ready. Like we're ready. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's a <laughs> great one. one. Yeah. And then yeah. Q is basically like, oh, like you think you're ready. You have no clue right. what's out, out there. there. Mm-hmm. And then sends them off into you know some other unexplored quadrant, and they meet the Borg for yeah, the first oh, time. Yeah. yeah, Delta Quadrant. That's Q. Who? Is the title of that episode? Oh, yeah, that was I couldn't yeah. remember the title. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's a great one. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's a great episode because I remember it being like dark and ominous and scary. That the first time mm-hmm. I ever watched it when I was pretty young still, mm-hmm. and seeing it on a Saturday afternoon in, in syndication, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I mean, it's that became a threat. Like that one episode becomes like a huge threat for the rest of the series because that's how the Borg find out about them and yeah. realize like, oh, like. Like, let's go chase down these people we encountered this one time. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and set that up. Yeah. John Delancey gives that great speech about there's, you know, things that'll terrify you. You don't even know. <laughs> and then he immediately gets the idea. Yeah. It's a great, oh, such a good episode. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite, like, hours of television ever is that episode. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Q- he was awesome. He's one of, um, you know, I, I, I always put a disclaimer of like, I'm not a Trekkie, but I enjoy it. Right. But he's always he's like one of the big, great contributions, I think, to Star Trek that happened in Next Generation is like is is Q. Like, I, I, I absolutely love like everything that that like when he pops up, it's 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 like in a weird way. Like, I like the philosophical bent that it always brings to everything. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. it's almost like Picard's in therapy. <laughs> right. like working something out in front of us right and he's going to learn something about himself by matching wits with this god mm-hmm. basically yeah but yeah but i'm with you but if uh somebody who could just kind of like you know do the do the bewitched like no, like twinkle in their nose <laughs> right and change anything right in front of you, yeah that'd be scary in certain people's hands yes yeah no it's great what they evolving for from the first episode so that mm-hmm. that keeps messing with picard but yeah since day one, Q's been there. Yeah, good stuff. What else? <laughs> Surprised no one said the Borg. Yeah, well, I did just now. Oh. Yeah, let's say <laughs> not officially, but right. they they mind the mess out of the right. Borg after that that episode. Jeez, yeah. We, yeah, they were on my list, but I just went okay. to it by way of Q. Yeah, jeez, they 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 kept coming back to that. Uh, well, yep. Even now, even in the second season of uh, Picard. No, actually the first season of Picard. The gift that keeps on giving. The Borg yeah. and Star Trek. Such a great idea, though. Yeah. Like, awesome visual. Mm-hmm. Nice tag long. Yeah. I, um, I always remember, like, their ship. Their ship, like, like such a cool design. Right? That it was just, like, mm-hmm. that cube... That's sort of like, like I don't know. I, I don't want to say creepy. Mm. Oh, it's creepy. But but it was <laughs> it's creepy. But like I guess I guess like just the uh, uh, the strangeness of it like made it kind of like off putting, you know. Yeah, it's just unlike anything else we had seen in the show before that. Yeah. The thing that's interesting about them though is that they're not technically aliens, but they are. <laughs> yeah. Mm, <laughs> because yeah. they're often humans. They're assimilated humans. They're assimilated uh, sometimes other aliens you know, too, from the Star Trek universe. So those are alien aliens, but just somehow like they take humans and create something alien out of humans mm-hmm. with their collective, yeah. which is, which makes it even more haunting. They yeah. don't kill you. <laughs> you just become part of them. Right. Yeah. So we only got a little bit of time left and we'll start wrapping up with, um with like, uh we'll go the other way with like, what's a friendly alien. That really is kind of terrifying when you think about it, or maybe <laughs> should be. But um, I want to let you guys sort of like like rattle off the rest of your list. If you guys still have stuff we haven't gotten to, we can do kind of like a quick lightning round. 
Yeah, I, I, I got through all my list except for what comes next. So I'm good. Okay. I was going to mention somebody from Star Wars, but they're all aliens technically. So that's moot. <laughs> yeah. No one's human in that. They're human-like races. Right. But yeah, they're all aliens. Yeah, Star Wars gave me uh, gave me some trouble. Because that's kind of like the first thing I go to for, for aliens, like, like mm-hmm. in my head. But like, but there was no, there was no race that hit me. There was no alien race that got me like, like, there's characters that are scary. Or creatures. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Or creatures that are scary, but there's nothing that's like, well, no, I'll say this. Like, anytime I see a Rancor, I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think it even step worse. I'm thinking of Sarlacc. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know the Rancors, you can move them, but they're not getting off-world, and these are Sarlaccs. So I was like, yeah, just don't, you know, just don't walk alone in the desert. You'll be fine. <laughs> There's a lot of desert in Star Wars, though. That's a hard. Lot of That's hard to avoid. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. You will at some point be walking in a desert. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. Or wampas. Yeah, but it's weird how the what's monstrous and wicked or different than the human life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars was like, nah, I can't really use Star Wars. All right, so we'll start wrapping up. Lovable aliens that uh, actually could be terrifying. But uh, first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. Finally, if you want to suggest a topic, let us know in the comments, Twitter or email. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials at L-M-K-H-I-I. And our email is info at let me know how it is dot com. All right. Let's go first. I have three. You got three. Oh, man. You're taking somebody's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What you got? Okay, let's go with the one that's less likely taken. Zach, what did you think of the diamonds from Steven Universe? Mm, okay. Because basically they're conquerors. But yes. they don't worry. They don't care about people or subjugating people. None of that minds them. All they want is a planet rich with minerals. It's just unfortunate if there's life on that planet because mm. they they hollow it out and make soldiers out of the minerals. And yeah. you can't really fight these soldiers because they're like rocks. I mean, they're not like rock people. They're like the epitome of rocks. They're like they can make their own form. They can have special capabilities and powers. The list goes on and on and is merry. But on top of that, they live for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. You know? And they don't care about you. <laughs> just, they just don't. No, they don't. That's the thing yeah. that jumped into my my head when you said it. I mean, I, I think in a weird way, like, they are kind of scary because it's yeah. like they're so. Uh, God, I, 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 I so want to find a better word than this, but they're like they're they're frankness. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is is kind of yeah, like you said, like they 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 don't care about anything. About no, they don't. <laughs> they nothing. don't. They're nothing. They don't need to eat nothing. They just yeah. want the rocks in your in your uh on your world. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And, and what that entails like they, means they're kind yeah. of more scary, I think, than in, in the few attempts where they've they've tried to make something where it is actually l- l- like it created with the intent of like menacing you know uh, uh yeah. on purpose not on saying purpose. that they fail at anything because the show's fantastic yeah but it's like yeah i mean i guess i guess for me there's something about uh, about like understatedness that kind of like creeps me out more than <laughs> more than overtly yeah. things yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah but the diamonds from steven universe is my uh, first choice i have two other ones okay. i'll wait i'll wait let me say them now or you you guys want to go Mm, I'll let the other guys vote. That's fine. Uh, if they got one that they want to itch to get, that they're itching to get out, I say let's let them do that just in case on the off chance that it's one that you had. Oh no, I have no problem with that. Frank Clifton, I'm going to go back to Star Wars for this one. So you're having trouble coming up with other aliens for Star Wars, but this one, mm-hmm. I'm going right to the Ewoks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're cute. Okay, they're adorable. I love them. But before C-3PO convinced them that he was a god, uh-huh. they were going to eat them. Yes. <laughs> they were going to eat the humans. 
they were all ready to go eating people and uh and they had a lot of stormtrooper armors laying around <laughs> yep so you know oh, what they've been they doing before the oh they, <laughs> they were gonna eat them. them oh they ate them they were gonna yeah. eat them oh they, they captured them in people. the net and were about to cook them yep they were oh. gonna eat them and there was really not a whole lot they could do about it <laughs> No, they've already eaten people at that point. They already got a taste. Oh, that's so. After that's, that battle for Endor, they were you know they were eating well with mm-hmm. all the the stormtroopers storm that they felled. That's the yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, Han's defense is to try and blow out the matches <laughs> right. that they're gonna light under him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. Good one. But they are adorable. I will give them. They are. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. Yeesh. That's a good one. Never saw that coming. What do you have, Frank? Mm, let me think. You want Tommy to jump in? Sure. Okay. Tommy, while Frank is thinking for his, <laughs> why don't you? Uh, why, why don't you drop your other oh, two? Frank can have mine. What's your other one? You never watched American Dad? Oh yeah, <laughs> Roger is the worst. Yes, he is. Oh my gosh! Oh, then just one of him, <laughs> master of disguise, doesn't care. You feel all he goes is for the spectacle. Oh, oh, stay away from Roger, man. And Roger, it's not like Roger would kill you. He just messes with you on a level that makes no sense or can't comprehend. Yes, like, right. Like he loves your culture and takes it well beyond what you you should be doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Roger's the worst. <laughs> I, I wish I was battling Ewoks because I knew they just want to eat me. Not Roger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Watch her make your life live in hell. Like either spend your money, crash your car, burn your house. Yes. Yeah. Try Doesn't to seduce matter. you. Try to seduce you. Yeah. <laughs> Have sex with you. Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. Love you and leave you. All types yes. of stuff. Yeah. Roger's yeah. the worst. Yes. I'll go with that. I'll go with Roger. Roger's yeah. terrible. <laughs> okay. You got and one more? I, I do. I okay. do. Alf. He was mine. <laughs> <laughs> he was mine. Okay, that's, that's, perfect. That's, that's, I wanted yeah, to okay. say mine's is Roger. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Alf was scary. Oh, my gosh. Just because he's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was like, like, I guess when I got old enough to, to, to I guess, like, get the darkness of the joke that, like, he wanted to eat the house cat. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, I would never leave. I would never leave him at, at home by himself ever. <laughs> like, I would never go to school. Mm-hmm. Like, beloved mm-hmm. house pet just gone. Mm-hmm. And like you yeah. come home and there's bones. <laughs> yeah, if if you see the bones, because you know how much yeah. they ate of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's awful. <laughs> and he was just one, and the, and the way he described it was like, yeah, they're like they eat them like chicken over there. It's just insane. <laughs> yeah. And they and they have uh plant in a interplanetary travel. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Fun innocent show from the eighties, but yeah, man, don't think about it too long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. I know we missed a bunch of stuff. We must have. There's a you know, a million alien stories out there, and I feel like we just kind of touched the tip of the iceberg. So if we missed anything, guys, uh be sure to let us know. Uh as always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on let me know how it is.com. Just please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next time. 